Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode on the Content Lounge Podcast. I am so excited. We've got a really special guest today, a guest that will tell you so many secrets about what it's like to run an agency, what it's like to build funnels. And I know you all have been dying to learn more. So without any further ado, hello, Melissa. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I can't wait to chat more about ads, funnels, agency stuff. <laughs> I'm an open book. <laughs> yes, I've, I've watched you from the sidelines for a really long time. And I know you really, you're a pro at all of the above. So do you want to give everyone a like a brief introduction? What exactly is it that you do? Give us the rundown. Yeah, so my name is Litchfield. Um, Melissa Litchfield. I am the CEO and founder of Litchfield Media. We're a digital advertising and marketing agency for online entrepreneurs and digital course creators. So we excel at lead generation, building funnels that convert, and optimizing your your ads and your funnels for uh, the most profitable ad campaigns that you can possibly imagine. So I left corporate back in 2015 dabbled a little bit into like MLMs, right? I was like a beach body coach for, for probably about like four years. Ended up getting pregnant with my daughter in 2016, gave birth to her in 2017. That's kind of where I was like starting to really dabble and like dive into digital marketing. So I actually acquired a couple I, um, before I actually got hired. I started running ad campaigns for top thought leaders in the space. Some of these top thought leaders, you know, were burning crazy, crazy, but that's like where I kind of dove into more about like evergreen funnels, live launching, all, all the things that you could possibly learn at a marketing agency. So I want, let's say in 2019, I left that previous marketing agency and decided to go all in on my business, decided to make a huge leap of faith <laughs> and take a chance on myself. And yeah, crazy. Now we're here like four years later, still have the same business. I'm actually launching a e-commerce business next month. So crazy, crazy. Ah, based on both the service based side and also e-commerce, just building a brand from scratch. It's, it's completely like an entirely new beast. <laughs> yes, it is. It makes me so curious. I originally came from e-commerce, but in 2013, 14, 15, yeah, I think I sold it in 2016, no, 17, 2017. So I'm curious. Maybe let's start with like the complete basics. Can you tell me what exactly is a funnel? Because people ask me this all the time and like no one would be better to explain this than you. <laughs> so I've, I've described like my own example in relation to like Bath and Body Works, but bare bones, like 
bare description is pretty much just a customer journey or like a customer flow, right? Getting them from essentially aware, like aware of you, right? That's part of the awareness phase of the funnel, which in marketing terms, we say top of funnel, (laughs) TOF, but top of funnel and getting them all the way down to essentially the buying part of the funnel. So making a decision. So essentially it's like the entire flow of like your customer journey, what takes, how it takes them from becoming to making that decision to buy or not. Right. So in terms of back, if you're not familiar with what bath and body works says, but it's like lotions, candles, fragrances, all the, all the scents, Right. And it's been around since the nineties. But if you were to pass by like a brick and mortar Bath and Body Works store where they're selling like lotions and candles and all the things, you probably cannot miss their promotional materials, right? In the windows, they're usually advertising something. Like usually they have um, three wet candles. Essentially, that is like your top of funnel. That is the awareness stage of the funnel. You are promoting how you can help them, right? Solve this solution. Once you walk into the store, that's essentially like you're in their ecos, like you're in your like marketing, you're in their marketing atmosphere, right? So you're probably like smelling the candles, you're trying on the lotions. This is where you're like considering whether or not you actually want to buy something or not, right? Maybe you're putting things in your bag, like you picked up a bag and you're like, okay, I'm going to get like two of these hand sanitizers and, you know, a couple soaps, whatever. By the time you get to the back of the store, that's usually where their cash register is or their cash wrap. I like to call this bottom of the funnel because that's where you actually acquire the sale, right? And typically when they have order, right? I like to call these order bumps because usually it's like a sanitizer, like maybe it's like five bucks or whatever they have, you know, whatever deal they have. But they're usually asking about that and seeing if you are interested in adding it to your order. But that essentially is bottom of the funnel. That's like where you're literally handing over your credit card and you're like, all right, I'm ready to check out. So that is the customer journey explained in just like a brick and mortar kind of example, which I feel like most people can kind of like envision and relate because they've probably been in one of those stores. (laughs) But yeah, that's essentially what a funnel is. It's just basically the buying process, like a brand new customer, like coming into your atmosphere and they're learning more about you than they're considering whether or not they want to buy from you based on what you're promoting or your marketing materials. And then, you know, eventually they decide to buy or not. Yeah. The buying journey is, is really, really important. Actually, just yesterday I was targeted by an ad from a shoe company and I had never seen them before, but their ad was so good that I got curious. So I was like, okay, I'm going to tap on this. And I actually ended up buying the shoes just because the whole funnel was so good and the whole buying process was so good. And what they offered me as order bumps was so good. I was like, you know what, I want to know what their branding and their product actually looks like in real life. Because if the marketing is this good, like I have really high expectations for the shoes and I have a huge love for shoes. So I actually ended up buying a pair of heels because just the marketing and whole buying process was so exquisite. So can you give me like an example of what it is that you build for coaches and course creators? Like how does that buying process translate for the work that you do? Because I know a lot of my audience, a lot of the people that are following here, they're mostly just doing organic marketing. So they're posting and then maybe they pitch and sell on Instagram stories and then they sign a couple of clients. How does that work in your world? Yeah, so if you're audience, your listeners that are listening right now are generating all this interest and awareness on social media, 
what best practices, what we should be doing is ultimately driving them to take action off of the app, right? Because your posts and your content only, you know, get shown to like a small, small percentage of the people that follow you. (laughs) So you want to take advantage of driving them elsewhere, ideally getting them on your email list, right? Because like everyone says, you know, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, what have you is rented land, right? Versus having an actual email list. It's something you own. That's actual data that you own. And you can actually use that later on down the road when you're ready to start running ads, you can export that list and actually add it into Ads Manager. So there's a huge benefit to not only what you're doing organically, but driving them to take action off of the social media apps, right? So that's like a huge benefit. So if your audience is already doing like the foundational work, which which I'm a huge believer of, right? I'm a huge believer of organic and paid marketing efforts working together to bring you like the biggest revenue, you know, biggest outcome possible that like you could ever imagine. They work together. And I feel like without one or the other, like it's really hard to to see, you know, great conversion rates or great landing page or sales page conversion rates. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was my experience as well. I I've always been really, really good at converting my audience and motivating people to take action. But then when I started adding in the self-liquidating offers, they really helped accelerate the audience growth. It brought much more new people in and it really just like magnified all the good that I was already doing organically. So I really loved doing that. So what kind of funnels do you build? I've heard a lot about webinar funnels. I've been in in plenty of webinar funnels as a consumer or a client for other coaches. Are these the kinds of funnels that you build? Do you build self-liquidating offers? What does your day-to-day like look like? And and what are the, the kinds of products or processes that you're building with your clients? Yeah. So we're actually, we don't have any funnel build clients right now at the moment, but we're totally taking on, we're like, our books are actually open. So if anyone's interested, let me know. <laughs> but in the past, we have built a self-liquidating offer funnels. We've built low ticket offer funnels, a basic lead gen funnels, webinar funnels. I would say those are definitely like a standard, right? Gold standard, especially you have, if you have a course priced over, you know, $9.97, you should have a webinar. And we also built quite a few quiz funnels, believe it or not. Quizzes are pretty popular with digital course creators. So as far as our process, though, it really starts with making sure that the client is the right fit for a funnel build, right? Because it is a pretty big investment because it does come with like done for you copy. We build all of the pages involved. We set up the email sequences after we get the copy back from the copywriter, we set up all the tags and automation. So like it's literally a funnel in a box <laughs> for the client. So everything is done for them. This takes about like 90 days. But on our first kickoff call, we usually hash out and map out everything that we need to build deliverable wise in order to create that funnel from like start to finish. And then we usually give our clients, you know, just like periodic updates of what's going on. As soon as we get like copy back and we usually break it down into like three different phases. As soon as we get copy back for like phase one, we send it to the client, they review it, make any edits for suggestions, and then we can move on to the second phase. So we try to get all the copy done first within all the first three phases. And then in between those phases, you know, in between like the client approving everything, we start on the design. So like one. Once we get the copy approved, then we can start on the design of the actual 
landing pages or sales pages. We like to create all those first, and then we start building the email sequences within their email marketing software. And then again, adding in all of those different tags, tagging like the customer behavior throughout their throughout your funnel, right? Whether they're clicking on things, if they're heading to like a specific page, want to be able to track that kind of behavior. So setting up those automations as well within the funnel to make sure like they get presented the appropriate offer based on what they're doing inside of your email sequences. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds super, super fun. What would you say to someone who's, who's really scared or doesn't really know if they're the right fit to be your client or to be building a funnel? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like it is a, a large investment. So typically the, an ideal client that is ready to bring on an agency to build a funnel for them has some sort of like proven course that they've live launched already. And they're ready to take it evergreen or they're ready to start running paid traffic to that course. Right. So we look for specific conversion rate numbers, but in terms of like building your very first funnel, it's better with help, right? It's better with an expert. It's better with some guidance. So if you're brand new, I would look into specific programs or maybe there's like a couple YouTube videos that you can watch, but like just setting up your email, your first like welcome email sequence would be a great start after they opt into something for free, right? So ideally you'd want to create some sort of free lead magnet, right? And in exchange for collecting like name and emails, then once you have the actual product created, right, the free product, then you want to start setting up all of the tech behind the scenes, right? But ideally, I would say write the copy first, then you can like piece everything together. It makes it much more smoother of a process. It's totally doable, right? It just takes some heavy lifting on the back end for sure, which I think that's why most people just want to like hire out the work because it is sometimes overwhelming or if you're like technical technologically challenged, I can't say that word, <laughs> but if you're tech challenged, it's better to have uh, as like an expert, you know, in your, in your back pocket. But I know a couple uh, other service providers, me included, we have like VIP days, right. Where you can essentially have uh, hire someone within a day, they can set up the tech or the back end stuff for you. So that would be another option too, but totally doable. If you're brand new to funnels or brand new to the space, but I would say start with like the free thing first and then write out all your copy and then you can kind of piece everything together. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought that there was a lot of like front end work in order to have later passive income. And then also just like the technicalities. Once you've done it, like maybe two or three times, it definitely gets better. I think you also have a mastermind or, or a group program, right? where you consult people? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be launching our signature funnel programs called the Funnel Babes Blueprint. And that's going to be in April. But ideally, it's it's perfect for people in the online space, whether you're like a, a coach or a service provider. It's perfect if you have never set up a funnel before. You kind of want to map it out with an expert. So it's basically a group-led program. I provide all the copy templates that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> And then we have weekly group calls where we meet and we go over different like KPIs and metrics and things that you should know before building your first funnel. So essentially the goal is for us to, for me to teach you exactly what you need, right. In order to build a funnel. And then by the end of eight weeks, you'll have your first funnel built. So that is the goal with the funnel program. 
Exciting. Where can people find you if they were interested in that? What what would be the best destination? Probably on Instagram, send me a message. So Witchfield Media is my handle, but send me a message, say that you're interested in the funnel building program and I can send you the links you can get on the wait list. Okay, cool. Can you tell me more about what your life looks like as an agency owner? So I, before I did business coaching, I coached mostly content because I had a copywriting agency. How does your life look like as I eventually hit a point where I got really, really tired of the agency business, the way I had set it up. And I'm just really curious how you feel about life as an agency owner like, do you have clients that drive you crazy? Like what, what, <laughs> like deadlines? Tell me the like juicy secrets. Like, do, do you have it all figured out and under control? Like how does, how does agency life feel to you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I will say that like running a business, no matter if it's an agency or, you know, a coaching business, it takes work. <laughs> not everything that is great in life does not come easy. Right. So I will be honest, probably in, so in 2020, my business kind of like catapulted, uh, ironically with COVID, I felt like everyone just like had the epiphany that, that they wanted to go digital, right? We need to go digital. We need to start, we start running ads. So my business kind of blew up and that's actually the very first point in my agency is where I hired my first full-time employee. I've always had contractors, you know, part-time here and there, but I finally realized, and I, I feel, I felt like it was more of like a client load slash client capacity point and also a revenue point in my business. So I, I say like around like the 20 to 30 K mark in your business and, or if you're making at least like 200 K per year in annual revenue, it's probably a sign that you need to hire somebody full time. I just felt like capacity wise, right. I could only do so much on my own. I had a couple contractors, but economically it made more sense to hire someone full time and bring that person, like bring somebody full time on in my business. So that's what I ended up doing. I had up to probably two full-time employees at one point in 2021 with several other part-time contractors on our team. It did feel like I, I was so overwhelmed and like so busy in 2021 and felt like, oh, this is feeling like a nine to five again, <laughs> like overworked, right? So just personally for me and to kind of fit the lifestyle that I was looking for, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to scale back my agency in 2022. So that's what I ended up doing. I just stopped taking on new clients and like kept the client load to be around like six. I, I would say like six to seven clients is like perfect for my full-time person. But honestly, I wouldn't be able to run this agency, run this business without my team. Like that is the only way that I stay sane, <laughs> having help because I was doing it all at a point in my business and it wasn't fun. So I was working a lot like after five and then sometimes on the weekends and I was like, oh my gosh, this feels like literally my previous nine to five. Don't like this life anymore. Like the, the whole reason why I created my own business, created my own agency was because I wanted more freedom, right? Time. I wanted more freedom of time, freedom of my schedule to do whatever I wanted to do throughout the day. I didn't want someone else dictating my own schedule. But honestly, I feel like culture-wise with the team, I took exactly like what I didn't want from those prior experiences working at another agency. And I was like, okay, I'm going to run my business differently, right? I'm not going to micromanage my team members. I'm going to I'm gonna trust that they know what to do. And yeah, that's kind of like how I run my agency now. So... <laughs> 
I absolutely love it. It takes so much courage to decide to run your business differently than whatever you have experienced before. And it also takes so much courage to decide, okay, I'm intentionally going to scale back and focus on the work that really makes me super excited in the morning to get up and gives me the kind of lifestyle that I want. Because at least with with a lot of my coaching clients, when when they come to me, they're like very focused on hitting the next goal. And as soon as they hit it, they're like, oh, and now I want to have the next bigger goal. And now I want to have 30K a month. And now I want to have 50K a month. And they get really like entangled in that kind of rat race mentality. But they're kind of like also doing it to themselves because, I mean, there's no competition, right? There's no boss being, now we've got to hit the next sales numbers. So it's like, how did you navigate that transition to, to get so clear on what you wanted did you have support as well? Or like, what what was the point for you where you were like, okay, this is what I'm going to do because this is what I really want in life? I think it's more of like a personal feeling, but I will say that my husband kind of like called me out, you know, at one point, probably at some point in 2021 and was like, you're working a lot recently. Like you're really busy. And I was like, oh gosh, like, I know, like, I don't want, I don't want to be this busy, but you're right. Like I, I did it to my own self. Right. And it's so easy to get caught up in this like online space mentality of like every single month, you need to crush the previous month's like revenue. And like, that just is not realistic, especially in an agency. <laughs> right. And we're not live launching um, ourselves. Like I haven't even started really running ads yet for the actual agencies. So everything on my end, like marketing wise has been organic, right? So everything like awareness wise and like growth has always been organic. And that's what has always worked for me. But I I just felt maybe it's a personal thing, but to me, everyday life, you know, this is not how it's right. Three years ago or two years ago, you know, like at that point in my business, I was like, wow, I know it can, I know it can be a lot smoother and I know it can and go a lot so that I wouldn't, wouldn't have to work this much if we didn't have this many clients. So, yeah, I really love it. Tell me what is like the biggest challenge for you about running an agency and what's the biggest joy? What makes you the most happy? I will say I am not a huge fan of HR. So like hiring talent, finding them, interviewing them, dealing with like any sort of like issues with like any employees, not to say that like I have issues with my employees, but like at some point you're like, maybe somebody wants to quit or they're one of my employees went on maternity leave at one point. Right. So like figuring out like, how am I going to make this work? How am I still going to be able to pay? Like, cause I still wanted to pay my, my employee when she went on maternity leave and, or if someone decides that they found another job, it's like, Oh my gosh, now I'm starting from square one. Right. But yeah, HR is definitely not my favorite. So I'll say that's the least favorite thing I like as a business owner. That was the reason I pivoted away from, from agency work. Cause I was like, I cannot replace myself. Mm, I, yeah, didn't know, and, and, I didn't know how to hire. So that was one of right, the big, yeah. big, big challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's great now. And then I've had like my current full-time ads manager. She's been with me for over a year. She actually started as an intern first. I have definitely learned some lessons over the years of just like how to hire, what questions to ask. And honestly, it's like a consistent work in progress, right? I'm not perfect. And as a leader, there are certain things that I've implemented, especially like team culture wise that I make sure that I do. 
I'm still not perfect because sometimes I forget about things, but like I try to make the experience of just working at our agency fun, you know, as fun as it can be. So we try to do like virtual happy hours with the team. We do like quarterly, like lunch and learn sessions. So let's just see what's the last one we did. I did, I did like a cooking lesson because I like to cook. So I kind of like to incorporate that. So it was kind of nice because my employees were like, Hey, we actually like, now we have dinner made, you know, like sweet. Like now I can like wrap up work and like dinner's already made. So it's things like that. I think last quarter we did like a real estate session. So I like brought in an expert and I personally love real estate. So, so yeah, just things like that, that I've personally decided to incorporate in my own company to just create like and foster a positive work experience because we all know how toxic corporate life can be. <laughs> and I've, I've experienced in that. And I, I just like told myself, I was like, that's not how I want to run a company or an agency. So you're making such a big impact, not just for your clients, but also the people who work for you. It's just so wonderful to hear business owners prioritizing company culture and joy at work and, and true mm -hmm. collaboration and bringing people together. I love that you did a cooking session with them. Is your team mostly local or are they kind of spread across? We are all remote. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we're all remote. I was a little bit closer to a few of them when I lived in Georgia, but like my husband's in the military. So we do tend to move every yeah. three to four years. So yeah, so now we're just like all separate. But we try to, so I try to do like a team retreat once a year. So we had like our second annual team retreat last October, I think. And it was in Cancun. So it was a little extravagant, but, <laughs> but like just things like that. Like I personally like to reward my team, you know, because honestly I wouldn't have this business without them. So it's really important to me to at least get us all together at one point during the year in person. So we can like see each other. We can chat. We can like decompress. We don't have to talk about work. So yeah, uh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> that makes you great I know we're gonna go to Nashville this year, but yeah, we try to do like a team photo shoot. It's it's all like it all works out right. That you have on your website because they're so pretty. Yeah. I'm obsessed with yeah. the palette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was our first team retreat in Atlanta. So yeah, that was our first one the brand materials alone are already like drool worthy. So I'm sure it was a great retreat. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. I had like a private chef. It was just really fun to just like, you know, meet everybody and just like hang out for a couple days. So it was definitely like, it was a good trip for sure. <laughs> it sounds lovely. Huh, okay. I feel like I've, I've asked so many different questions. We've touched on funnels. We've talked about ads a little bit. We've talked about agency life. If you had a crystal ball, like what do you think, like would your future hold like, or what do you, what would you want to see in that crystal ball? In terms of just work or yeah, <laughs> work, like, where, where you're headed Like what, what, what are your plans? Do you have any, any plans? It's such a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, and honestly, I felt like that just stressed me out. Right. So like I used to do like the five-year plan and like, I would do like this huge, like, you know, annual planning and like map up the entire year. And last year I was like, 
literally at the end of 2021, I was like, my goal was for 2022, I wanted to work less and just get paid the same. I was like, I don't even care to give myself a raise. I was like, I just want to work less. <laughs> so I feel like I accomplished that because I average around like four to five hours a day of work, still pay myself the same. But honestly, it just comes down to lifestyle. Like I'm I, I think like creating some of these crazy big goals for like your company, I'm just happy to like, at least, you know, make the same, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm just taking it one day at a time, <laughs> one day at a time, one business at a time too. Cause I have a second business launching next month. So crazy. <laughs> that sounds like a really, it, it sounds like life is just so good right now that there's no reason for you to be pushing for something And you're just like really relishing the moment and enjoying where you're at. And that sounds really, really lovely. It's so rare. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm super content with like where we are at with the agency and I'm, I'm excited. I'm very, I'm like a multi-passionate entrepreneur. So I'm excited to launch a second business in a completely different industry that literally from scratch a custom like clothing line for kids so I've learned so many like different things right about like this space and I almost feel like it helps my creativity right like it kind of almost like reinvigorates things when I try something new or I learn something new so yeah I don't know but I like to try different things you know and like I'm really, really content with like how things are running right now and I just want to like be able to appreciate that and you know just like you know, gratitude, major gratitude for where I am right now. So I'm super happy with how things are. <laughs> no need to change, no need to push. <laughs> how do you celebrate your life or like where you're at right now? Do you have any, any routines or anything, any practices in place or anything that you, that you do? I mean, honestly, I would say the team retreat is like the the one point during the year to like really celebrate, you know, all that we've accomplished. A little Prosecco doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little Prosecco doesn't hurt. I actually bought some this weekend because one of my clients had an awesome live launch. Actually, two of them live had great, awesome live launch results from ads and their organic efforts. So, you know, it's pop a bottle of champagne or Prosecco every now and then traveling with my family. Definitely. That's like, I feel like when you're time, that's your time to decompress and like really appreciate how far you've come, you know, and everything that you have. Yeah. Uh, it sounds lovely. Well, Melissa, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I'm so grateful that you came on the show that you shared with everyone, what agency life looks like, what funnel building actually looks like, how they can get started Thank you so, so, so much for sharing your secrets and yeah, I'm sending you much love. Is there anything else? One last thing that you want to say or. <laughs> yeah, no, just find me on Instagram. Let's chat in the DMs. <laughs> yes, you absolutely should. I'm leaving Melissa's handle also below in the show notes. So you can't hit her up. She is a wonderful, wonderful person and she will consult you so, so, so well in your business. So definitely recommend Melissa as someone to follow. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one -on -one 
and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing you all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.